Hello, listeners. Welcome to Mind Hang episode 16. Yo, that is correct. We are chilling here. Next to me is Mr. Juan. Yes, sir. That is right. And y'all know me. Hopefully by now, unless you're like just coming across what this, then you new, don't know me. What if they're new listeners? They don't true. know you then. So yes. you should say your name. My name is Fernando. <laughs> Hi. Because we have been getting more listens, apparently. That's true. So, thanks, guys. So thank you, everybody out there. Uh, if you're stumbling upon us randomly, much appreciated. Thank you to the universe. Yeah. You know, making that happen. Seeing different parts of the world listening, apparently. Or I guess the algorithm. Is that God? Recommending to people that yes. are looking for... Thank you, almighty yeah. algorithm, for putting <laughs> us out there in the presence. Forget the last episode where we talked bad about bots. Yes. Yeah. Where they turn on us, you know, and, you know, anti-technology. All hail our overlord bots. <laughs> <laughs> yes, the iRobots. That is correct, sir. I'm getting on the winning side. We are getting on the winning side. So, we want to do a little bit different in this next couple episodes, uh... We wanted to talk about wealth, poverty, and politics, uh, but we feel that it's a lot to compound into, you know, one ear event. So we're going to try and see if we can break yeah, it apart. All three of those things, yeah. you can spend like an yeah. hour on each. True that, true that. So uh, the first part we're going to talk about here is wealth. Uh, in America, it is said that you first get the money, then you get the power. Then you get the bitches. Am I wrong? What great philosopher was that? <laughs> <laughs> well, Homer J. Simpson, except he said it a little slightly. In America, first you get the money, then you get the power, then you get the sugar. <laughs> so, wealth. We live in one of the wealthiest countries, nations. The wealthiest. The wealthiest nations. Uh, in, did they say world history? Kind of, right? Because it's not the richest man, because that was yeah, Mensa yeah, Munsa, yeah. but richest, na- wealthiest nations. nations. Yeah, so, yeah. so most likely we're going to, you know, jot it down as being technically correct. You know, we, we yeah. feel. Um, but yet, why is it, Mr. Juan, that... There's so many impoverished people that don't know how to access that great wealth that is abundant in our great land. Why? Because we're not taught anything about money or money management or wealth. How what dare wealth you? Is. How dare you say something so real and brave? <laughs> Please explain. Because it's true. I mean, going to elementary school, middle school, and high school, uh, what classes did you take that taught you about money? I learned how to balance my checkbook. What class was that? Um, I don't recall. It wasn't a specific wasn't it, class. Wasn't it, was it home ec, maybe? Home ec, we had it, but that was eighth grade, where we learned how to cook and stuff. That was still middle school. Um, was it math, maybe? Well, it wasn't a... a, a yeah, it was like a math or something like that because it wasn't like a civics class no you know social studies perhaps i don't know where somewhere along the way we just had a random 
thing where I, we had to learn that. Yeah, yeah, we had yeah. to learn how to balance our yeah, checkbooks. Basically, but it was like a week maybe that you learned something that. like that. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was a week. You know, finances, but nothing beyond that, right? They didn't tell you what money was, where no. money came from, or how, how to, to make or, money. How to make like, money? Yeah, no, yeah. not at all. Um, because you know they taught us how to balance a checkbook. How to? We did scenarios of paying rent. Paying utilities. So already, yeah, oh, they were preparing us. Exactly. Paying, so already, paying groceries to be a worker. Yeah, yeah, be a worker bee, pretty much. Because they didn't teach us about uh, entrepreneurship. No, none of that. Uh, passive income, investments, investments, none of that. Uh, Bonds, retirement, four hundred one k's, nothing of that IRAs. sort. Nothing of that sort at all. Um. We definitely are getting gypped, you know, for the most part. Uh, unless oh, yeah. unless people are choosing, uh, I mean, you can go the homeschool route, um, which apparently that's making a bit of a comeback, you know, in this day and age. I can see how. Yeah, with people that obviously have the means, um, you know, in the most part. Uh, or also people that have the means, you can elect to go to like a private school. Because but, then you can choose, right? You know, with more that, or less. right? Wealthier people have wealthier the means. people, and then and then that wealth just continues, exactly. To just you know, it's a cycle. Um, so poverty is you know the next section, but obviously, we're, so we are gonna do our best to focus on wealth. But obviously, the opposite of wealth is poverty. So yeah. you know, not doing one, you get you know the other. Um, so when or how did you learn about number one? how our system works and how to succeed in it. But number two, uh, realizing that you can have your money work for you instead of normally us working for the money. Well, I would say that I definitely grew up in uh, poverty. Because my first that's three years where you of were... my life were in poverty in Mexico oh, in the okay. 1980s. Okay. Uh, being, you know, that we came from a town that in the 80s, in the location in Mexico where I was born... They didn't even have paved road yet, or um, was it the electric and electric posts? They didn't even have those up for most parts of the whole city. Uh, Correct. So, Not every place had even yeah. electricity, and uh, some and it was the, a very basic like light. Yeah, some of the places uh, were still you know made out of like uh, like mud huts, sticks, mud huts. Mud, yeah, those are still yeah. Pro, uh, yeah, sticks and mud huts and stuff like that. Uh, so I'm like, yeah, shit, I I know poverty. Um, it wasn't, I think the town had literally uh, one phone. So, and it was at the, um, kind of like the convenience store, the all around yeah, kind of yeah, store. Yeah, right, town center. Pretty much. Everybody would get yeah, pretty much. supplies, basically. Yeah. Um, so, you know. I, so, it was I've obviously not, it was obviously not taught to you. No. The I system, because you went from, poor, yeah, you, you went know? from Mexico. So, now kind of fast forward into, you know, the system. You started school. You said you were there till three, so really yeah. you had been schooled here since well the beginning. Yeah, pretty yeah. much. I so, grew up uh, with a Mexican or with an American educational system. Okay. Um. So you graduated at eighteen, right? Mm-hmm. Um. You know, and again to like the point that we were talking about at that point, like, what did you understand about? Our economy and also about finances. Uh, I think I understood what most people understood, and that's what has been taught to us and fed to us since you know the '90s or '80s. That you just got to work your ass off, climb the corporate ladder, 
whatever job you want or whatever career you want. Get an you education, just work get a hard. diploma. Yeah, go to high school, get good grades, go to college, graduate, get a good job, uh, and then, you know, work hard to climb that ladder at whatever job you're getting at so that you can be at the top. And then when you retire, you can retire pretty, you know, pretty well. Company, yeah, 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 yeah. You're taking care of. Um, but I mean, even in this scenario, uh, it's under the premise that you're going to find a loyal company. Uh, and not only that, that this company is for the most part going to be in business, right? Cause, like for your entire lifetime. Yeah. Right. Cause there is no guarantee, you know? Um, but also it's like, that's it. Like you were, it's almost like they're just spewing out. I mean, that's what it is. They're spewing out worker bees out of a factory. You know, it's like, here's a graduate, get a job, stay in that job until you fucking retire. Well, I think that's kind of what it is because yeah. it almost, it almost has to be. To keep right. the system going? Yeah. To keep the... We are, as a country, where we're at mm-hmm. because we needed workers to do all this work, to build roads, to build skyscrapers, to build the systems that we have in place. The Just keep the system the, going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and um, even... Retails, even, right, food stores restaurants, and all that, restaurants. Drivers, yeah. deliveries, receivers. The thing is... Janitorial, it's not like, cleaning. Yeah, the information wasn't just given to us. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was available. We just never cared to look. We never thought about it. Well, in order for that to be an option, someone has to point it out. Because if you don't know something, you can't know that until someone either points it out, puts it in front, and then you either decide to research or to learn. You know, and you yeah. expand your mind. So, so that's kind of the you know the really the focus that we've been talking about is that. We don't know because they haven't talked about it. But it wasn't always like this, you know. Um, before the turn of the 19th century, um, there were actually, as far as, you know, people that were self-employed was over 90%. Yeah. A yeah, lot yeah. of people owned. And know. as Talmud Sal was talking about mm-hmm. that also in the black community that it was more family oriented and uh, black community was actually doing better as far as financially. Yeah. Uh, because a lot well, of them was were the, starting to build businesses, there was start the, up businesses. At that time, there was the growth of the Black Wall Street. That's the yeah. original. Yeah. You know, a lot yeah. of wealth was created. Yep. In Tulsa. You know, in Tulsa. Yeah. Yeah, Oklahoma. So, research what happened in Tulsa, Oklahoma. An atrocity. That's right. That took place in the United States. Yeah. A war against its own citizens. Yep. Funded by the local government. So... That's an interesting thing. Maybe we'll pick it up here and there. <laughs> but not to deviate, you know, so much in it, you know. Yeah, you're right. Because for the most part, um, it was not only the black, you know, community, but most communities. Um, you worked at, you know, your parents' business. Cause we, we see that, you know, now too, you know, like, um, and you can say, okay, it's a stereotype or whatever, but it's happened like, you know, in the Asian community with like, you know, restaurants or small shops or, mm-hmm. you know, even Mexican community too, you have, you know, restaurants, you have yeah. landscaping companies. Um, you know, I mean, not to just say that those are the only businesses, um, you know, that we can have or they haven't have, they can have any businesses. But just giving you just an idea, you know, that they've kept it in the family and, you know, you keep on growing it. Yeah. Uh, I mean, really, if you think about it, all the names of the big brands, those were also small family at yeah, one point family businesses, businesses yeah. uh, that grew, you know, uh, 
uh, what is it? Um, you know, the, the Hiltons, you know, Procter and uh, Gamble, Johnson and Johnson, literally all of those, you know, um, Walmart chase, you know, yeah. that's, you know, that's the bank Morgan David chase. Morgan chase, you know? So all of these, you know, started as a small business, small company, uh, independently owned. And eventually, obviously they grew, Dupont. you know, right, right. So really the shift and, and, and you talked about that it was the industrial revolution after the turn of the 19th century. Cause now, you know, the workforce shifted from these kind of small independent, you know, Business rural areas oriented more to being concentrated, right. With the rise of textile factories. Yeah. Uh, so you needed, cause also more opportunity because there was money yeah. that attracted people. Uh, and with that, you know, came later on, you know, worker rights and OSHA and all that, you know, cause there were so many accidents mm-hmm. and regulations. Uh, but part of that, you know, system now, like you said, uh, there needed to create, be like, you needed, you need to create somebody to work, you know, those machines, you yeah. know, output that. So incomes are public funded. Yeah. Education system. Yeah. And uh, I also kind of wanted to mention it as in a way that I was saying that um, it's almost not like the government or whoever you want to blame is doing it on purpose to keep you down. Because that's how I would see it before, right? Okay. Uh, coming you, up poor, being broke in my life, pretty blaming, much my entire the life. System. Yeah, blaming the system. Like, okay. oh, yeah, I'm like. I'm a hard worker, blah, blah, blah. In my mind, uh, why aren't I getting rich, blah, blah, And I'm, like, blaming the system, blaming the man. Yeah. Um, but in reality, the information was there the entire time. I just never cared to actually think about it and look for the information. Be like, okay, how are wealthy people creating wealth? Because there's money out there. Yeah. Everybody knows there's money out there. Yeah. You know, it's not like we're walking around like this is uh, some Soviet era um, or North Korea that, you know, the shops are mostly empty. No, there's... Excuse me. The shops are full. There's opportunity. And there's expensive products out there. And they're being made. And someone's buying them. Uh, oh, what is it? During uh, what, the yeah. pandemic, Bentley had like their best year as far as oh, sales. Oh, man. You read my mind. I was going to say luxury brands in general had their best record highs right. in 2020 during the so pandemic. So during the quote-unquote time of the worst financial economic hardship. Yep. I mean, again, there's, there's money, right? And, and then... Uh, other places like PayPal and uh, with Square and uh, mm-hmm. Sophie were also doing amazingly because people were buying shit online. OnlyFans. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, hey, listen, uh, you know, props to the people that are, you know, creators. I mean, any form that, you know, you can do that doesn't harm anyone else that you can make money. Props to you. You know, those are entrepreneurs. My point is that, listen, like people had money to throw around, you know. So, so that money is out there, right? Um, from all of us, because I, I remember in school that I figured might change now because of, you know, inflation or whatever. But they said, I remember reading this that depending on your education level, on average, if you graduated high school in your lifetime, uh, you were going to earn like $1.2 million or something like that. Mm-hmm. Now, if you tell someone you're going to earn in your lifetime $1.2 million, essentially you're like, I could be a millionaire. So, right? maybe a millionaire in my life? But, the problem with that is that because we're, we were not taught the right proper skills on how to save, how <laughs> but to But it takes invest, 10 million to, to have a comfortable life, right? <laughs> you know what I mean? Right, so right. basically you're going to have a pretty shitty life. <laughs> because, you know, if your average person is making what, like, let's say 30K a year in 10 years, that's it 300K. It costs $250,000 to raise a child. 
that too there's obviously detractors yeah. you know in that but my point is so even if you have a child right there boom that's a detractor <laughs> yeah so it's like as a whole you'll make that money yeah but the decisions that you're going to make you know um i'm not saying that children are detractor just financially you know uh in, in that aspect um you would obviously have to offset that by making more money you yeah know? and you can certainly you know uh do that right um but you know we're not taught that because in our lifetime uh we for the you know for the most part after graduation a lot of us will learn how to you know make an income you know by you know 20s 30s we should be able to independently take care of ourselves a, a, yeah a certain amount of money that should allow us to yeah. be independent and, and then have like a comfortable life almost 30s 40s 50s you have a family you know you're raising yeah. kids but the vast majority, uh, I think the figure is like 90, and it's scary, and yeah. I've checked it, 98 fucking percent of people by the time, you know, that's in the U.S., the, the time that they die, you know, but here is age 65, you know, uh, are going to be poor for the most part. 98%. Yeah. So how is it that out of 100 people that learn how broke, to go through this gonna system die broke. Yeah. are going to die broke, but, but they earn 1.2 million in their life? Right. They mm-hmm. earned that money, but yet, you know, and, and again, and, and it goes to, you know, not learning all of those other skills, you know, to invest, to have some sort of growth or plan for the future. Um, because, you know, we're both from Mexico. So 401k, that concept never existed <laughs> All these terms to us. that we just named, have yeah. like, they're like foreign concepts to us. Yeah. Life insurance yeah. and annuities, you know IRAs, what I mean? Yeah, IRA, yeah, yeah, none of this. You know, stocks, tax bonds. Tax evadance, tax avoidance. Right, passive income, you know, no, like we've, you know. Cryptocurrencies. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I was born in a hut. <laughs> <laughs> right, you know, he's talked about it, you know, that's technically correct. <laughs> um so you know but but still right it, it goes to say that it you know it's not so much of like background is the information and the opportunities that are available well, that's the true key that's that's power knowledge knowledge yeah knowledge, knowledge does, doesn't discriminate yeah knowledge doesn't discriminate and that's what really and we're that's focusing what creates on. wealth correct you know in so it, it's it's like this right um in any game, all of us have played games, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you have to know the rules of the game. So if you want to play tag and if you want to win at tag, you have to understand how tag works, mm-hmm. right? Uh, similar to our system, you know, of our economy and our finances. You got to know how the game is played. Uh, that's why, you know, it's, it's very easy and it's a cop out. Like you said, you know, like your mentality before would be to blame the system yeah. or to blame the people that have succeeded. You know, yeah. like, oh, those people are too greedy. So I would look at rich people and I'd be like, remember, I'd be like, oh, yeah, why are these millionaires? Why don't they just donate money? Why don't they just right. donate blah, blah, blah? If I had money, I would give it to people, mm-hmm. blah, blah. But it was the wrong mentality because, yeah, I had no idea that, you know, they worked their asses off their entire lives. To be poor, probably their entire life, yeah. Just so that they could see succeed these last two, these last five years, basically, mm-hmm. when they're seeing a few million, of, you know, ten million, twenty million, forty million that dollars that they're making, yeah. And I'm like over here blaming them instead. And I mean, yeah. What I would add to that, or the is, government, is, but the government is to blame as well. So. Yeah. yeah. What I what I would add to that is that I think you know uh, they've done research where you know they found out that people do get more conservative as they get older. And I think it goes hand in hand, right? If you did the right 
process uh, and you've, you know, collected some capital and some wealth and have grown, right? Mm -hmm. You're going to want to protect that. So when you had, like, let's be truthful, at that point when you were younger, you had none of that. You had none of that money. So it was very easy for you to say, why why are they being greedy? Why aren't they giving this away? When after going through the process, because now you're going through that process, not saying you're a millionaire, but you're working, you're, you know, you're working a business, you're mm-hmm. hustling, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm sure you want to be, you know, I don't, I'm not saying sure, but you know, to be in a position where you can choose to donate. But right now, if someone's like, just asks you for a handout, you can be like, no, I fucking have to work, yeah. you know, to get there. You yeah. know, that's why you'll see a lot of like, and before I used to donate. Yeah. When I was broke, I used to donate and you know, and I would see somebody in the street and I would give them money mm-hmm. and I'd be like, now, it's kind of rare that I do that. I, I mean, I'll still do it here and there. Yeah. But it's kind of rare because, yeah, I think about it more and I'm like, no, man. Like, yeah. Are you really helping them or yeah. are you perpetuating, you yeah. know, that, the those system, habits basically, and that poverty? And the system itself. Yeah. When, and it is harsh when somebody's just like, good job, you know, but it is almost that simple. Just stop. Well, I think the mentality that you're to in. that parable, yeah. right, is, is, you know, you give a man a fish. You found for yeah. a day, but if you teach a man how to fish, you and know, that's the thing, right? Fat so, say you are a, a successful millionaire, you made it, you your business that you're doing yourself, you had great investments and whatnot, and you see a homeless man and he's like, "Hey, can I have ten dollars?" And you're like, "No, you can't," but I can tell you how to make a million dollars within a year. Yeah. Would you like to have lunch with me, and I can show you blah blah? blah. And then he's like, "Nah, blah, blah blah." Then fuck that guy. Right. Right? That, so that opportunity person, yeah, is like, literally <laughs> like, I can give you so much more. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, you got to have some skin in the game. Yeah. And I, I think you're right. Because if you give, you know, it's like anything. Uh, if somebody gives you something, like when you were uh, a kid and your parent, you know, just gave you like a, a toy, whatever, you would probably wreck that toy. You know, you play that yeah. toy, you wreck that toy. But... If yeah. all of us have gone through, you know, the process of growing up when you... They made you work for it? Work, yeah. Or or have you to do chores because you put in, you know, that, that now labor. Now you know. Now you know, you, you know that, that, you know, like what, what it takes, right? That value uh, of going after it for yourself. So that that's also, you know, because we were listening to uh, uh, Milton Friedman, who you shared. Yeah. Uh, and... You know, this is uh, back in, you what, the 60s, I think. I think so. That we were listening to the, the interview. And some of the ideas that he was talking about, even then, the crowd, you know, were turning on him. Yeah. You know? Yeah, he's not a popular guy. Neither is Thomas Sowell. Well, I think well, that's what the happens when you speak. World, right, the, the yeah, truth. They're, you know? Yeah, they're renowned. But as far as, like, in the average America... The average American sees yeah. them as just like, ugh, well, terrible people. It's yeah. you know, it's perspective, and it's shattering a lot of those perspectives because one of the things that you know uh, we were actually just you know having a discussion right before uh, was in regards to uh, minimum wage. Because um, right mm-hmm. now, for example, yeah. you know, uh, the federal minimum wage I think right now is currently at like seven seven twenty five, and there's been, um, or actually, it might be lower than that. I don't know. I don't, I don't federal. Know. Federal. Yeah. Isn't I think it, it is 525. I think it's still 725. Well, okay, let's say seven, eight dollars. Right. Like, it's you know, still pretty goddamn low, actually. Yes. You know, <laughs> uh, when I started working, it was five dollars and fifteen cents uh, an hour. That's when I started working. 
And that was in, I think it was like 2000, 2001 when I first started working. So in 22 years, years, from 515 to seven and a quarter is not really a big fucking jump. Compared to, no, 210. uh, Compared to, because five to seven, two. But you said five fifty, so five, some other people could have been paid between. Uh, right, right, right. Yeah, yeah. So like a buck, buck and a half. Yeah. Um, you know, and and I remember I used to work at this, you know, kind of like, you know, like a not a chain, a small, much smaller chain uh, of grocery stores, and there would be guys there that worked like in the produce department, uh, and you know they were for the most part undocumented, you know, Hispanic, you know, workers. Uh, and I remember speaking with them and they would be like, yeah, I haven't had a raise in like three years, five years. Yeah. I've been working for this. You know what I mean? So, but anyway, we were talking about minimum wage, how there's a big push to raise that minimum wage. But what Milton Freeman was and talking it sounds about, good. it does sound good. It does sound Everybody good. Everybody wants It does that. sound good because, you know, they're pushing for 15. I think what they did a research that in order, you know, the minimum wage to like adjust it to like, you know, like yeah. cost of living. Yeah, yeah. Really should be about twenty one to twenty two dollars. You yeah. know, that's what you should be making to like rent a place mm-hmm. and pay your bills yeah, and be yeah, fine yeah. and have some leftover. At minimum, yeah. Minimum. Yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Seven dollars is a long fucking way. That's a third. A third of the of way. Pretty way. much of the way. You have to have three jobs. And we see that. <laughs> and we see that. In the wealthiest nation that we were talking about, you know, currently in the world, right? Uh, yeah, like most people have to have, you know, or either you have a job and a side hustle, you know? Yeah. And we were talking about also about, you know, culture, right? Not to dive too much into that, but now it's, it's almost like a badge of honor that you work and you have a hustle, a side hustle, you know, it's no longer like, it's not just a side hustle. It's a business. Well, not just business. My point is that. You know, some people, um, it, it depends, I guess, you know, how you're doing it. If, if you're working out a business to create it, right? But other people, you know, as a side hustle, it's just meaning that there, it's not so much as a business. They're just doing some other, something small to meet and meet. A side hustle can be um, selling CDs on the street. You know, a side hustle can be selling Supreme. Yeah, you know, a side hustle. But mm-hmm. it, once you make it a business, a legitimate business. Then, yeah. Yeah, of course. That's what I'm saying. Then, of course, comes yeah. in the government. Because uh, a side hustle can just be of, like, you just babysit on the weekends. Right. Or you but you're, it or you're not. Exactly. You're so just making some cash. You get paid in cash. Yeah. Like, most of the time, yeah. as far as I'm saying, yeah. it's a side hustle. Yeah. But um, not really on the business side that you would yeah. like to go in and grow. That's why I wanted to make that. Which know, that. both are fine. Because yeah. there are, they are different incomes. My point, different ways yeah, of gaining my, income than just having a regular nine to five job. Right. But uh, my point is, you know, like, Hey, you know, this is obviously, uh, you know, uh, uh, capitalist economy. So you can, you know, if you want to make more money, you can go and, and get that. My point was just that, you know, to your point that people are not making enough, you know, in their full time main job with this quote unquote minimum wage yeah. uh, that they have to do other stuff, you know, yeah. kind of even just, you know, barely even make it. Um, but uh, so, so kind of spoke about, you know, the premise of how the idea of a minimum wage sounds so good. But if you can speak on what, you know, uh, Mr. Friedman Milton talked about in regards to the minimum wage. Uh, well, I don't really remember word for word because I saw a lot of videos today. But he tied it together with the free market. And as far as uh, having businesses themselves kind of dictate what 
they, value. Yeah, yeah. What they value the worker's skill level or whatever they bring to the table as far as like, you know, what they bring to the company, mm-hmm. what they would be willing to pay these people. And of course, being a free market, it would be a range, right? There would be a range in as far as like pays. Um, say, for instance, if you only graduated high school, but you wanted to get this very high income job, of course, you're not going to get that because the guy that actually gained the college degree. And, there would be some qualifiers. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. He would get paid more. Right. So there would be you some would kind of like, and, and like you said, it would be almost a natural hierarchy because yeah. you, it, you you already determined throughout your choices in life where you're going to put yourself in life, mm-hmm. right? If I'm going to be like, oh, no, I'm just going to be a this certain degree of education, but I'm just going to learn certain li- uh, or manual labors. Uh, and that's fine with me. And that's where I want to be in life. And that's what, you know, the amount of money that I want to create for myself. That's fine. Uh, but if you have more of a uh, driven mind and you're like, okay, no, I want to grow. So I want to further my education. Push yourself. Push myself. Better yourself. Um, yeah, yeah. I'm going to provide more, more for whatever company that I want to work for. Yeah. Um, and then they're going to pay me more, of course, because... If I bring in more profits, then they're going to want to keep me and pay me more. So, yeah. So, um, there would be, you know, in a free market, as far as, you know, the jobs, there would be natural hierarchy of competence uh, as far as, you know, uh, with the workers. And now, you know, really, if you think about it, the worker here is empowered because, like, let's say if you know the skills that you have, where you sharpen your skills, and you know that you're where you currently are, you're being underpaid. Yeah. You're going to leave that job. You know, it's kind of like the great exodus that we saw during the pandemic, mm-hmm. right? People are going to leave that job and match up better, you know, with, with their skills or mm-hmm. whatever they want to, you know, attain. So, it's, 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 it's matching up. And here, if you remember, this is, you know, uh, uh, macroeconomics, right? Mm-hmm. Because I remember specifically in macroeconomics, you know, um, this uh, teacher was talking about how, you know, if there's, a, if there's this like excavator, this big machine excavator that's designed for a specific type of job to excavate, it doesn't matter if, you know, uh, or I guess it's not, not that it doesn't matter, but only because the next job for that excavator is, you know, in two months, even though it just sits there. Until it does its job that yeah. it's meant to do, that's better than finding small jobs for that excavator to do because it's overqualified. Mm-hmm. You know, it's yeah, it's yeah, saying yeah, yeah, yeah. you want to match up. Yeah, yeah, you know, the yeah. best possible employee, yeah. skilled employee. I'm not gonna go dig to up a little backyard hole. Why are you doing that? Because I'm gonna waste a ton of gas getting that thing over there, and then yeah, just like it's not and, worth it. Yeah. And and we've seen, you know, in the current system that we have. Right. Where all of us have, for the most part, followed what they've, you know, really brainwashed us, you know, about going to school, getting a good education, getting good grades, not necessarily figure out your own route, mm-hmm. getting good grades is following the program, following yeah, the process, yeah, yeah. get a degree, get an education. Now you got this depth. So yeah. you're not even yeah. starting at zero. You're starting at negative. So often what happens with people, and I'm sure either yourselves, people that are listening, or people that they may know, uh, because now those, you know, you got to pay those bills, right? You don't even have a chance in that scenario that I was talking about, you know, um, uh, with that other machine, like in microeconomics, you don't even have a chance to find the right job for you, the right output for you. You just got to find what's available. 
So often you'll find people, uh, I remember um, running across this, you know, old friend, uh, and I know that they went to a university and a good university, you know, and they had, you know, a diploma. They were working at Subway, you know? Yeah. And it's not to knock on Subway, you know? I used to work, you know, for Taco Bell, KFC, you know, at a fast food job. So, you know, it's not to knock, you know, hard work. Hard you know, work is hard like, work. Why did you spend all that money on education to right. do a normal job? Yes. You have, you went to school, presumably, to develop and grab all these other skills. So why are you digging this little dirt ditch yeah. instead of, you know, an actual yeah. excavation job? Like, you know, you're not going to your, you know, best potential, your best output. Mm-hmm. And I think that's where, you know, in this economy, the disconnect has happened. Um, and I mean, student loans, that's a whole nother fucking thing, you know, but, uh, but did you know that, uh, America's highest, um, or number one asset as far as income is student loan? Well, for the government. Yeah. Yeah. They make billions. Yeah. On the interest that rate. That is the number one asset on the... Uh, for the government. On the, on, the, yeah. on the books. Yeah. That that means, like, right now, you know, uh, regardless of, you know, your political affiliation, they've been trying to push, and Biden actually went with the promise that he was going to, you know, remove... First, it was 50K of student loans for yep. everybody. Then they dropped it to 10K. Sleepy Joe. Yep. Have they done it? No. And because... Because why it's a big, they, it's, it's their, a big money making. It's their first money maker. So it tells you right there, right? Because and it's so dumb. Because the government itself, I mean, you know what I mean. I, I guess it's not the bug. It's, a it's cycle the feature that they have to keep feeding. Yeah, it's not the bug. It's but the feature. Have it to was break out of this. Yeah, cycle. it was. It's 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 created that way, right? It's to keep you within the the loop of the economy to quote unquote keep it going. Because when you are impoverished. When you are in debt, you know, you don't have the same confidence to do, speak up and do the shit that you want. No, you have to fucking keep your head down, get to work, do those hours. We'll let you party in the weekend, but Monday you better get your ass back to work. And where did we get that whole mentality? That didn't exist before, you know? Government-based propaganda. It was all fed in. Public education. Yeah. So they don't want to let go of, you know, the stronghold of student debt. Because it's making them money, but my point that I'm trying to make is, you know, if it's if it would if it was like a like a true government that cared for its people and growth, it wouldn't do that. That's stupid. Nope. You're not stimulating the economy at all. Nope. You're fucking up all these people because now they can't go out there and buy shit because they're in debt. Yeah. Not only that, they designed so student loan debt is the only debt that you can now wipe. So even if you go bankrupt, you know. And I can't verify, but I think it even passes on, even if you die. I would have to verify that. Wouldn't be too surprised. I, I could see that. But yeah, like if a student just happened to die, it would just fucking pass, and, you know. Yeah, they owed but it's 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 ridiculous. And you know, we were talking about the, you know, the disparage uh, difference between what the cost of living, you know, has grown to versus, you know, what, you know, quote unquote, you know, the income, you know, uh, has been made or well, minimum 8. wage. 8.5 inflation rate. Currently this year, one of the highest, yes. The highest. Uh, the highest. Um, you know, but also uh, on top of that, you know, like we were talking about specifically about student loans, school and getting education has also, um, I mean, just gone crazy, skyrocketed, yeah. you know. So it's, uh, again, you know, and not only that, they're not even, like, they didn't even talk about trade school 
or getting a trade skill. You know, it was everything about, I mean, again, you know, like where we come from Mexico. So we were never taught like my grandparents, both my grandparents used to have farms. So I remember, you know, going out there and working the fields, but they didn't work for anybody else. They worked for themselves. They provided for themselves. You know, they hired people, you know, and sold and, you know, created their own, you know, income through, through farming. Uh, we here all of a sudden going through this system, I'm going through high school and I'm planning out my life and picking out and, and getting stressed out about making sure that I go to either a good college or a good university to get this diploma and go, you know what I mean? I was put into this line, into the system pretty much from just the school, you know, that we were just kind of taught, you know, the public like that didn't exist to me before, uh-huh. you know, and I didn't, I never even wanted to do that. And all of us, you know, like working in a cubicle, like that's only been what recent in the last couple of few decades. That's what I mean. Since like the eighties, nineties, we've just been fed that like mental visual of what our life should be like. Right. Almost, right? Like, yeah, working in an office nine to five. That's what I was trying to say. Working like, for a company that didn't exist nine to, to five. Us. In Mexico, an office didn't exist. We were out in the field like, with nature. Yeah. Independent. You were your business. Basically. You were, yeah, yeah, whatever your labor was. Your family your was your business. Yeah, right. Yeah. You would do right, right. So whatever your family was good at, you try to perfect it so you mm-hmm. could be the best at it in the location you were at. So then you could sell it to yeah. other people to make a little bit of money. Yeah. So I mean, in a way, yeah, entrepreneurs, right, merchants, yeah. uh, and it's natural. It's natural stuff. Yeah, entrepreneurship is natural. Yeah, competition it is, natural. is natural, and you barter and you trade. And it's good. Yeah. And if you're good, other people will you do prosper. good business and you prosper. Yeah. You know, and you expand. If you do bad, then you don't grow as, you know, as much. So it is embedded in us. You know, this is... Um, but you know what? Then there's people that are like... Oh, Adam, but- you know, Adam Smith that talked about, you know, uh, the, the, the free market. Oh, but I was going to say, uh, but then there's people that uh, are like, oh, yeah, but what about the people that, uh, you know, aren't business driven or blah, blah, blah. They don't know this or blah, blah. They're not... They don't have the information, whatever. Mm -hmm. I'm like, no, the information is readily available, especially now in our time and age. It's completely available for you to know how to make money in this world. Especially now. Without even freaking graduating high school, basically. A freaking kid who's 10 years old can probably make $100,000 a year if he knows what the hell he's doing. I think Gary Vee, who is another, you know, uh, popular, you know, entrepreneur out, you know, in, in social media realms. Uh, he's been asked from, you know, parents, uh, what he feels about this, you know, a college education. And there's actually been, I think either, uh, also, uh, uh, Mark Cuban, uh, if I'm not mistaken, has also talked about mm-hmm. it. Uh, and even Elon Musk yeah. has talked about yeah. it. Yeah. Where, you know, the before, richest people in the world, <laughs> successful people, um, you know, uh, are, are saying like, no, they're not saying, cause before, it's a joke. It, it used to, College education qualify joke, you, you know, for in that field because the job market has changed. You know, you also have to learn how to adapt to the changing markets, you know, because now there, especially at this time, there exist avenues of making money that didn't exist 10, you know, 20 oh, yeah. years ago. Fucking, uh, a thousand more avenues. Yeah. And, and, the, and there's a ton, you know, all through your smartphone. Um, yeah, I run my business through my phone. Basically. Right, yeah. right. You know that you can do that. You know, and my phone, obviously, my laptop. Yeah, we also have to recognize that that 
avenue that technology didn't exist before that wasn't there. But the whole point too. But the information. Was the available. information is the knowledge, you know, because they found a way. Yeah. You know, it's not like people didn't make money before cell phones. No, people found ways, you know, yeah. to fucking, you know, and get it done and do working it. Working for money, it's having money work for you. And that's how you ultimately create, you know, wealth. Um, and and naturally, that's that's you know that's a great connecting point uh, because creating true wealth, right? We're not just talking about you know um, having a job or having income or just being rich. No, or wealth. I have a big TV and I have a car and right, I- you know, those are just things. No wealth, you know, to what Juan was just talking about uh, is having that money work for you. You know, having yeah. stuff out there. That, you know, you'll hear a lot of videos, you know, people talking about, you know, we'll make you rich, this and that. And a lot of us tend to kind of shut that off right away. Like, oh, that's not going to happen. But it does happen. You know, people have figured Mm -hmm. out how to how to make passive income. Um, So when you hear, oh, I've made money while I was sleeping, that is possible. And that's the only way that you're going to create wealth. Yeah. Because currently, most people, the way that they make money it's dependent on the hours on that they put on their first in. job or their primary job, yeah, at the place that they work at. Right. What happens if you don't like right now, like your job? What happens if you don't show up? Do you make money? Nope. I don't make money that day. You don't. Yeah. You know. What happens if you work with your hands and you get a hand injury? Well, I would hope that I get you know first of all <laughs> a payout, <laughs> a payout or something like that, and then it gets taken care of by insurance and all that. And unfortunately, a lot of but people. But if I didn't have hope. insurance, yeah. then goddamn it, I'm you're screwed. Fucked. Yeah, you're fine. And I don't have insurance, and I now have a bill, and I I don't have my job to pay yeah. for that bill, and now I'm missing work, so now my income is down. Now I'm back on my rent, and then it's like a whole flood of like it shit. is and, and and you know in, in a way we're all interconnected right so what happens if you are in a, a downward spiral financially um uh, and you can't you know like let's say provide for yourself uh your immediate family or friends are gonna help you so now you become a burden instead of a net positive so now you're actually bringing them down weighing them down life liability yeah you know instead of you know raising them up Right. So and then wealth also is, you know, uh, so I I did work at a point for a company selling life insurance. And again, that was a whole different concept, you know, from obviously where we were raised. We talked about that Um, because it is a a bit of a taboo subject. You know, I remember speaking to a lot of Hispanic clients and the concept itself of saying, hey, like pay for this insurance if you die, you know, you're going to pay you money. Your family's going to get a lot of money and they're kind of. No, for what? Like, why? Why? You know, yeah. they can work. They yeah. don't need it. I don't need to put that because they saw it as a yeah. bill. Yeah. You know, it's a whole different, you know, and, and it was very difficult to kind of break that. Well, it's a foreign concept. It is yeah. a foreign concept. Like you said, we come from a place it that didn't doesn't exist. have that. Yeah. So they're like, what do you mean? I die and they get money? It's like, no. That doesn't I don't trust seem the right. government. I don't trust. Nah, this is funny. Number one, yeah. it sounds too good to be true. Yeah. There's some right? fishy about There's some fish. fishy in there, yeah. right? So we're natural skeptics, yeah. you know, like we're not going to trust it. Yeah. Uh, number two is, wait, if they learn that they get money if I die, what if they try to kill me? You know yeah. what I mean? There's all that, that small mentality, right? <laughs> that small mind mentality of not understanding it. Also, Mexicans are kind of like, Proud people, um, so they're like, yeah, they're like, oh no, my children are gonna work for their yeah. money. Yeah, I'm not just gonna give them money. Like, 
Yeah. Um, so I remember having having this conversation with this Hispanic guy. I remember, you know, we were talking and I was really pitching it hard. And I'd already been pitching, you know, to a few like, you know, like for a couple months and trying different things. And with him, I was talking about like, yeah, you know, like life insurance is important. It was like, ah, oh, maybe, you know. I'm like, well, right now you have a house, you know, uh, both of, you know, you and your wife are paying the bills. What happens if you die and you're not there anymore? Yeah. You know, can your wife afford the house by herself? No, no, she won't be able to. Like, well, that's why you should do a policy, leave some money. No, well, they can just get an apartment or adjust. <laughs> it's like, dude, really? Like, you're going to let your family go that's what I mean. get an apartment? Or, or, us- or, or one of them, I remember a different customer, sorry, a different customer said, like, oh, or they can just remarry. Like, really, bro? <laughs> you're letting another man now take care of your family? Uh, only because you're not taking the time well, you're and responsibility. Dead, so you have nothing to worry about. So. True, but also it's like a responsibility, right? Because yeah. also, like, let's say that because I I have a policy myself. Because I'm like, if for whatever reason I'm in a situation where obviously I don't want to die, but I'm in a situation where like I know, like, not instant death, but something happens where I know, like, fuck, I'm gonna die. Yeah. My last moments, I don't want it to be like, how are my family gonna pay for my funeral and my yeah. bills? Yeah. No, it's you know what. Fuck it, you know. Luckily, yeah, I my had a policy. Good life. Yeah, yeah, you know, just and that my way I can just gonna die get a in nice peace. Payout. Yep. You know, let's, let's see what the next chapter is. Fuck it. I'm gonna leave some. Ins- <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna leave some instructions. You know, uh, bury me, pay off. You know, some of my debts. Um, delete or burn my computer and all the web browsing history. Now we can have a party and go through this <laughs> slideshow. <laughs> and whatever remains, yeah, I'm dead. It don't matter to me. You know what I mean? Um, so, but but see, and, and here's the thing, right? The concept of that, because the majority of Americans, you know, understands, and let's be real, it's white families, understand life insurance. So when a family member of them dies, financially, they don't get hurt. They, they're hurt emotionally. But yeah. financially, they're not yeah. hurt. Yeah. You know, financially they get, uh, yeah. Not saying you're benefiting from their death, right? Nobody wants that. No. You know, it, only a very small few people, you know, out there, right? Psychos. But my point is, you know, now you, if you have the control, you're, you're setting up and that's where, you know, kind of like we were talking about wealth. Yeah. You're setting them up for the next stage, even if you're not here anymore. Cause that's yeah. what wealth is. Wealth is creating something. That's going to keep going beyond. Or it's a continuance of your family, Mm -hmm. of your line. um, Beyond. So that your line doesn't know poverty, doesn't ever experience like any of that. When people talk about the Rockefellers, the Carnegies, what comes up? Prestige, uh, wealth, you know? I hate them. (laughs) They're evil. They're terrible. Or that. But no one says, oh, those poor, lazy people, those bums. No one says that, you know? With a lot of, I mean, granted too, they may have done some scummy shit to get there, but right, and and that's an extreme example. There is ethics and morals involved as well. True, if you want to live a consciously uh, karma based, I was just going to say we both we both believe in karma. So yeah, whatever you know, uh, the Bible has said it in a different way. You reap what you sow. That's karma. You reap what you sow. You know, you you get what you put out, right? So if you do it in a shady way, you might win for a while, but eventually that's going to come back to bite you in some way. Um, like Rockefeller, right? Yeah, I mean, they Rockefeller. Have, they have, they're a fair amount of controversy. Well, fuck ups. Well, Michael Rockefeller, um, if you remember, he was uh, studying some of like um, 
these like weird like like island tribes, these cannibalistic tribes. Yes. And supposedly, you know, he I mean, he was eaten lost. By cannibals, bro. He got in. <laughs> However, you know, a little twist. Apparently, twenty years later, National Geographic or something like that filmed them that cannibalist tribe rowing some boats. Yeah. And apparently, one of the boats they see what appears to be a white man <laughs> rowing. So yeah, there's a theory that says he chose to live to with live. those people. Maybe if this dude had like an exorbitant amount of wealth, you know. Well, yeah. And at any just, point, I can just choose to go back to my <laughs> my wealthy right. lifestyle. Yeah, you know. Let it's me like, see how they used to live uh, five hundred years it's, ago. It's yeah, the like, same way. I guess. I guess in retrospect, the same way that we, as being, you know, like coming from. You know, obviously, you know, poor backgrounds. Poor as Mexico. You know, I mean, we had food and a roof, you know, so we weren't impoverished, but yeah. Yeah, but it was like my mom literally told me she she would eat a fucking tortilla with salt. Yeah, and that's a meal. Well, like a tortilla and beans. And yeah, and uh, there were no custom meals. There was whatever was made. Yeah, whatever was made (laughs) was. um, So that's poor, I would say. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, but. So my, uh, you know, my point with being that is in the same way that us being with that background poor, all of a sudden being thrust into, you know, riches and wealth and the same way that it would be so foreign to us. Yeah. It's probably the same way that it was so foreign to him having like access and wealth to now just having to yeah, work for his thing it's, to it's gain some value. I don't you know? think it's altruistic or like, oh, whatever he's. He's brave, whatever. No, whatever. no, that was just a personal choice, you know. But just a small segue from there. But um, yeah, you know the 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 point that we were talking about, you know, in wealth is that obviously, unfortunately, don't rely on the public system to teach you or your kids, you know, how to yeah. how to succeed. Um, but it's not to say to one's point that the information is not there. Yeah, it's it's there for the people that. Are willing to get it, break out of the system, or right. think. Basically, I think that's what the my thing is that I knowledge is for people that want to learn, and apparently, a lot of people don't want to learn. A lot of people are just comfortable being a worker, coasting. Yeah. Well, it takes no effort or minimal effort. Like you said, with this guy, he would immediately just come up with a, oh, well, they'll just do this. Well, no, they'll just do that. They'll just, because it's less effort. I don't have to want to think about the future, but they'll, they'll figure it out. Instead of what wealthy people do. And it's not so much just white people, because it's a very small amount of white people that are yeah. wealthy. Yeah. And, I mean, there's a lot of wealthy Saudis, a lot of wealthy Mexicans. Yeah, there. yeah. But Money doesn't discriminate. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm saying... Money's well, just it, green. You're saying it's here in the color. United States, there's yeah. a very, you know, certain amount of really wealthy-ass people. Um, You know, we're talking about billionaires and yeah. really, you know, high up their millionaires. Um, And they have been doing this for a while and they understand that they are not going to see, basically, the results of whatever their doing. work. Yeah. Their their life work basically, um, and I think people of people that have succeeded in general to like the highest of highs, mm-hmm. like a Da Vinci or Picasso or Beethoven or whoever. Uh, 
can't think of more. <laughs> even though there's so many people. The Waltons. But, yeah. Well, not even them, but, um, well, yeah, even them actually yeah. too, because they probably just saw it as a little store that they were going to have. And, you know, I mean, they never envisioned that it would just that it would become, be a conglomerate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, you know, you want to, you wanted to get it to that point. Yeah. Um, and I think that's what most of these people that are really wealthy got at is where they were doing it for so long and they're like, you know what? Kind of like how I'm thinking now. I'm like, yeah, uh, I don't have children. I really don't care to have children. And I've gotten this question a lot. So why are you working so hard to have all this money if you don't want children? What's the the point? Yeah. And I'm like, first of all, that's your way of looking at life. That's not necessarily everybody's way way of looking at life. Like you're only living for your children in that case. So you literally have no life but your children. Not only that. I mean, with your money, once you have it, you can help other people other than your children. Yeah. If you want to, if you choose to. If you're um, broke, you can't do that. What but I'm like, yeah. Plus, I'm like, yeah. Plus, there's other people in my life too. That's that what I mean. I yeah, choose yeah, to yeah. Live, leave it to. I'm like, yeah. that doesn't say immediate family. That, yeah, yeah. I'm like, I leave it to my little my little or brother. Even and then, set up a scholarship or yeah, foundation. Yeah, a lot of people um, do that. But that's the thing, and I'm like, I want to create something for our family that is just continuous, and then I'm like, our family doesn't have to worry about having to go re- work really hard, and you know. Yeah. pay an exorbitant amount of taxes on labor or whatever it is that they're doing. And I'm like, we could just have a system in place too that we're we're constantly having um passive income generated, mm-hmm. um real estate properties, businesses, yeah. um stocks, investments and all that shit that uh, uh give you the freedom to do what you actually want to do in life. Yeah. Uh being wealthy as you see wealthy people, they do a lot of stuff. They have so much freedom to do, to travel the world, to see different yeah. places, to learn different cultures, to take up different uh, practices, different skills, uh, learn arts, learn ceramics, learn pottery, mm-hmm. learn skydiving, learn like, dude, whatever you want to do in life, you, you can do, do it yeah. if you have the freedom with wealth, with money. Yeah, it's you, it's a tool. You know, mm-hmm. money is neutral. You know, uh, a lot of people say that, you know, they associate money with being the root of all evil. Money is neutral. Money doesn't care if you're evil, you're neutral or what. You know, it's it's just a tool and you can choose on, you know, how to how to utilize it. Um, and, you know, I think to your point, right, that, that's, that's what happens is once somebody, yourself or somebody in the family breaks out of that cycle, that poor mentality, that poor cycle, and starts bringing that in, yeah. right? Um, and starts introducing those ideas. You know, it has been said, and you know, many, many, you know, successful millionaires and billionaires have failed and gone bankrupt many times. Yeah. But it's a mentality. Once you know how to make the money and create a business and grow a business, yeah, you'll you'll make that money again you'll many times money. over. Yeah, yeah. You know, you might lose it, but you'll make it over. Yeah. yeah. Um, and Really what, you know, I, I mean, at this point, you know, all this information, it wasn't just bestowed upon us, you know, like Juan said, it's, it's, a, it's available. I would out say there. it was like maybe five years that it took me to kind of figure it out. And you, you had to what go searching, you know, and the information that you've gathered is a compilation of the books you've read, the people you've talked to and heard. Yeah. Um, you know, and just all these other concepts mm-hmm. and you dissect them from them, right? 
So what we would suggest is, you know, the same way that you can choose the right food to put into, you know, your body um, is the same way that, you know, you can choose to put, you know, the right food, the right brain food information, information into your mind. Um, you know, there's there's many great, you know, speakers out there, motivational speakers, teachers, one that I had, you know, been, you know, kind of. Uh, other than uh, Earl Nightingale, that's a great one. Um, Jim Ron would be another one. Uh, that's a great, you know, motivational. And one of the lines that Jim Ron talked about, you know, he said that, you know, it was said that even if you grab all the income that is in the world and you divide it evenly to all the people, you know, it's that like currently live, a person, yeah. whatever it may be, right? Um, it will not be long before. All the money finds its its way to the same hands that had it before, and yeah. and it goes to mentality, you know, it goes to mentality, knowledge to knowledge because you don't know what you don't know, right? Obviously, that's what we said right now with the pandemic. When mm-hmm. all why did Louis Vuitton and Gucci and uh, Range Rover and Porsche and like all these rich ass mm-hmm. companies, luxury companies, why did they reach record highs in twenty twenty when everybody? Had no job. Everybody stayed home. And- people had income, you know, but also, you it know. found all the money that people got from stimulus checks yeah, that the government They gave to the regular. That's a great example. regular yeah. people. This yeah. was literally a test yeah. for universal income. You're right. It was literally this, what we just the talked about. The two years have been a test yeah. for universal income. They, 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 they spread the same amount to everybody. Yep. To and see what would happen. What did they choose? What is the world now, gonna not do to discount when you just give them the money. people that were obviously in desperate need, but to, again, to Juan's point, luxury brands grew. No, that was, yeah. that's facts. Yeah. That's facts. It grew. There's no, the money not found saying, its way back yeah, to the it, people that already had it. That had the money, right. Um, and unfortunately, it should have been the other way around. You know, more people should have started their own businesses. What what did wrote. we do with our money? I started. put it in Bitcoin. I put it invested. in investments. Yeah, yeah. And that's I the difference of what we're talking about of building wealth now with the information that's available now. And now you begin to know about the market and the economy. Yeah. And profits and losses and all this other bullshit that comes along with it. But it's very important bullshit. But it is very important bullshit. And again, you know, it's concepts that, you know, we are unfortunately not readily taught. So you have to go and search for that information. Yeah. Uh, because, you know, let's say on average, you know, you live to women, I, I think, what, 78, 77 men. I think a couple yeah. of years, you know, shorter than that. Um, it's a lot of fucking years, you know, and you have to figure out not only how you're making money now, but also be realistic. Your body is not going to be the same. As it is now, yeah. compared to those years, so there's still it's people working in their fifties, sixties. Dude, and that yeah. is the sad. Bro. Yeah. it is sad. You know, it is sad, and it's not to knock honest work, right? But it's like that, that, that shouldn't be happening. I mean, yeah, some are doing you know? it just because they choose to, perhaps. Right. And I, I did work with and somebody that, that was like 63, yeah. 64, and I'm like, and why are choose. you working? And he's like, I just want to get out of the house. He's like, Yeah, I have money. I have all this other shit, but he's like. I just like to be out of the house. I like to interact. I like to sure. I mean, again, part time, you know, and that's great. And it's, and it's there have for to people. Do it There's people that don't pay have it. Bills and yeah. still pay rent. Yeah. at sixty years yeah. old and still keep going. Uh, Jeez. Imagine, yeah, pretty much working until you die. No thanks. 
you know? As Michael Scott put it, or was that? Yeah, working in our coffin. I feel like I'm working in my... No, that was uh, Stanley. Stanley, I feel yeah, like I'm working yeah, in my coffin. Yeah, it feels like I'm working in, for, like in my coffin. <laughs> yeah, because uh, he had a heart attack at, at age work? 50 at no, work. Yeah, yeah, at work. <laughs> so he said, you know, uh, I didn't save enough to retire. Mm-hmm. Um, I, 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 I can't change careers at this point. I'm too old enough and no one will yeah. hire me. Skills. Yeah. So he was like, so he said, I feel like I'm working, you know, yep. in my, working in my grave, my working coffin, in my, yeah. yeah, or something like that, yeah. you know, towards my own grave or my own <laughs> grave. Uh, and unfortunately, dude, a lot of, of people, yeah, that's most of America, you know, the office, I, I think it's, you know, it's a great reflection of, you know, what our yeah. um, current economy and system really is. Because if, if I mean we love The Office, The it Office is. is a funny show. It they really did, is. They did see part of you. You did see glimpses of what the higher life was of a CEO, right? Know, with the city and all and that, Jan and all the and higher the, ups, the, higher you know, ups. the CFOs and all them. And they, you know, had busy lives and yeah. they had you know rich, fancy things. But for the most part, everybody stayed. Yes, the only people that got out. Scranton, yeah. um, average America was yeah. comfortable. That, yeah, that's what I'm saying. So yeah. most people in the office, right, um, stay within that comfort, right? The only true people that made it out was Roy after he got fired. Yeah. He started a gravel company, became, you know, an yeah. entrepreneur, yeah. right? And then eventually Jim, yeah, rich. Yeah. you know, Jim. created a company and got rich. Yep. So only two the people that you know, started their own companies, people that started their own companies, eventually, yeah. yeah. And well, I mean, Daryl, but Daryl didn't start a company; he just went to work yeah, yeah. with the company. Um, you know, so, so honorable mention, you know, there. Yeah. Uh, but for the most most part, everybody else, uh, they worked until they retired, or and until I they got, or until they got fired. I think that's an Americana thing too. To be okay. just be comfortable with the lifestyle that Americana has brought. That's true. And and it and yeah, it takes an entrepreneurial spirit. Oh, and Kevin, so, I'm sorry, he did buy a bar. Sorry. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that was uh, So even the dummy of the, the office. Dummy. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, it's it's hopefully not 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 gonna offend people out there, educators out there, but I I've heard this statement before. Um. A students work for B students, C students run the companies, and D students uh, own the buildings. Yep. So it's holy shit. Yeah, I could see that. Yeah, because like I just mentioned before, I was watching um, a video and an interview uh, with this uh, Indian guy who I guess now he's a finance speaker um, and he was studying to be a doctor. And it was already in grad school for being a doctor until he started to think about, okay, I'm going to graduate soon, but now I have, you know, $300,000 in debt that I got to pay back. Yeah. Let's see how much the average doctor makes at the beginning of his first year, blah, blah, blah. And then, okay, well, I'm going to have to, you know, I live a lifestyle, blah, blah, blah. So how much is he going to cost? And then he's like, you know what? I don't know if being a doctor is a good idea anymore because there's taxes that are involved on. Yeah my income basically and he's like so i started looking into business and how wealthy people create uh, wealth management and i saw that there's completely different lifestyle that they live from what we are taught and he's like he did coming from india he did learn uh, that whole american dream of you know high school get good grades college go to an amazing college 
become a doctor or a lawyer or, you know, some high up fucking career, work your way to the top and, you know, get good money, retire, yeah. and, you know, whatever. But he's like, they, yeah, same thing. They never taught him any of this. They never taught him about investments, no. about real estate. And he's like, that's when he started figuring out that being a doctor is not such a good idea. Yeah. And I mean, coming from uh, his background, being Indian, There's his a lot family of, like, was nothing but disapproval because, you know, that's what they wanted. I'm doctor, sure. Doctor. Because a doctor is seen as the highest, the highest. of the high career wise. As far as prestige that's the game and plan. income. Yeah, that's the game yeah. plan that everybody has followed. So, and that will happen, you know, like, uh, you're never, what's that saying? You know, uh, a prophet, uh, is, is never admired, uh, in his own hometown or recognized mm-hmm. in his own hometown, right? Meaning that, you know, if you start breaking out of the norm, like this guy, yeah. that all of a sudden he said, no, I'm not going to go this doctor route. Yeah, His family a was doctor like, is what like, are you doing? Wait, a doctor You're brings in $200,000 a year. But it was their concept, right? Yeah, it's yeah. because of the way that they understand it. Not realizing it, that he was just going to be broke at a higher level. You know, and unfortunately, there there are people that are broke at a higher level. They make yeah, a lot still of money. living paycheck. Right, paycheck, right. Yeah. And they make a lot of money. And you're yeah. like, dude, how are they making Excuse me, 100K, 90K, 120K. Yeah. Some people have talked about how they're making all this money and their doctors, blah, 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 and they can't even put gas in their, you yeah. know, fancy cars. It's like, dude, how? It almost sounds like a like a joke, you know? But it goes to everything, right? Uh, you can make a lot of money. It's 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 almost like um, filling up your, uh, you know, like 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 making your hands, you know, like a, a little. keeping the money. That, that was my point. That's yeah. what I was going to say. As a visual, you know, it's kind of like when you're scooping up water with your bare hands. Yeah. How much of that water is going to stay there? Yeah. You know, not a lot. Yeah. But if you, you know, come with a fucking plastic bowl, yeah. <laughs> wooden bowl, then you are going to retain that. Um, so, no, it goes, yeah, it goes, it goes to mentality. And someone along that cycle of poverty, you know, someone has to break it. And and once someone breaks it, well, right? that's why I feel like it's not meant for everybody. No, because what I was going to mention and what I was saying about you know being a prophet and not being recognized in your hometown is that while you're in the process of breaking these norms, you know your family is going to turn against you. Your family yeah. may not give you that support because you are going against their understanding well when i started my you're shattering business, their reality my parents were like why are, you, are you spending doing? all your money on all this because they don't understand shit on all these clothes on all yeah. these shoes like they just you don't spending even wear money. these shoes you're just spending money for no reason yeah. and i'm like nah i got a plan wait right. and see like i'm gonna because you had the visions i'm gonna wait and watch i'm gonna sell them for double or triple and that's what i did and once they started seeing that, I'm like, oh, maybe he's actually he's actually sticking with it. Mm-hmm. You know, he's he's been doing this for six months now. Oh, he's been doing this for a year now. Oh, he's been doing this for two years now. Like, and, and and then that's the other key to uh, is consistency. You yeah. know, March systems. March Simpson said it best: slow and steady yeah, slow wins and steady the race. race. Yeah, it sounded like a it was a joke back yeah. then. You know, because <laughs> they were racing and yeah. she was losing, <laughs> and she was being you know slow and yeah. steady wins the race. But, but the that plan, is true. she had the plan and she had the plan. And yeah. She saw the, the end plan. Yeah. The, the bigger picture where everybody was, was blowing yeah. out. And that's, that's what everybody is doing, right? Where sometimes trying to keep up with the Joneses, especially with, you know, social media. 
Oh yeah. Often people want factor. to, yeah, you know, people in like, like, let's say, you know, right now it's a uh, tax season, you know, so a lot of people have been getting a lot of, you know, the refunds. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's almost like all these other companies, they can smell the blood in the water, oh, yeah. these sharks and these piranhas. Yeah. Because they'll come out with these great deals. Walmart, get yourself a big screen TV mm-hmm. for 600 bones. You know, these rollover deals. And uh, there's trips to the Vegas, you know, take a cruise. You know, everybody wants to yeah. be by the beach, yeah. right? Hey, blow your money over here. Blow this, you know. So they already know that you're going to spend that money. You're going to yep. put that money right back into the fucking system. Because... You know, unfortunately, people are not choosing to invest or do something better with their money. No, they're like like a little child. You know, you get this money, you can't wait to give it back. You know, it's like burning your hands. Here, take it back. Yeah. You know, and unfortunately, people would rather do that, blow it out, take some great photos, have a nice weekend. Yeah. Right. But you don't realize that you just cost your future self yeah. so much because now you're most likely going to be in that 98% that by the time you're 65. Yeah. Hey, granted, you know, you can say YOLO and I've had some great memories and some great pictures, but if you're, let's say you, on average, you live another 20, 25 years, what kind of life are you going to, what quality I would say of life are you expecting to have still working? And if you have the knowledge, then you know that you can create a business that, ties in with social media and keeping up with current trends or yeah. whatnot. For me, for instance, my business runs basically on that, on mm-hmm. what's cool at the time. Right. I sell things that are cool for but people you're, Yeah, at you're the time. reading the market. You're yeah, 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 more yeah. or less. You know? So my business is going to be continuous because things will always change there, and yeah. things will always be cool. New things will always be cool. New companies will always mm-hmm. come up. New clothes will always be cool. So it'll, I'll continue just to follow those trends and to continue to fucking buy things and then sell things and yeah. make me money. Um, so that's one way of doing something, for instance, like you say, that you like doing, but still making money off of it and yeah. still making a business off of it and still getting tax credits, tax... Um, Again, understanding yeah, how the yeah. system works. How the system works. The game is and having the system work for maximize. you now. Yeah, to maximize. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Because um, if someone tells you in a game, oh, hey, you're playing this video game, and hey, go in this tunnel, there's a shortcut yeah, yeah. to get there. Are you going to be like, no, bro, yeah, I'm going to yeah. take the long way because yeah. it's more honorable. No, you're going to be like, oh, fuck yeah, hook it up. Give yeah. me that shortcut. You know? Yeah. I forgot what my second point was now. Well, I, I think you're getting to the, you know, I don't know, I'm not trying to put words, yeah. but um, it's what it sounds to me thing. is like, you know, you're, you're delaying the good, you know, for the great because you're using social media you're promoting social media so you know you get to have that relevance right oh yeah yeah, yeah. also uh, for instance there is a credit for businesses that if you buy a heavy vehicle you can write off a hundred percent of it that means a g-wagon mercedes g-wagon if you own a business you can buy a mercedes g-wagon if it's relevant to your business sure say a influencer mm-hmm. or just a person who you know has a a shop something or, in know, that like realm that, you know, that like, uses yeah, yeah. it to promote or yeah yeah, yeah. transport uh, you can literally buy that vehicle and have a complete write off yeah. of it no it's 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 too so so in in our, in our system in this world uh, in America 
Um, you're either, you know, uh, an entrepreneur and that's business owner. Food. Or you're an a employee. complete write-off now. Oh, for, for, business for business owners. So, you know, and again, right? Because yeah, even, all the food I can eat now, I can write it off you as write a off. business owner. I didn't know that up until now. And, you know, and again, right? So, so that goes to understanding the game. And also, most people don't know that. I just learned that myself. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, I mean. because, um, for employees, W2, you don't get those write-offs. Anytime I you want to eat, that I just be like, hey, Fernando, let's just go out to eat. You this talk about business, business meeting. A business yep. meeting, that's a write-off. I sold something during this. That's like, a write-off. You know, I bought yeah. something during this. Yeah. That's a write-off. And even, <laughs> even your losses, you can write, you know, yeah. write-off. Um, so, you know. Uh, and you're still maintaining yeah. that lifestyle. You are, you know, like, like, listen. Amazon, what is it? Uh, Elon Musk. I don't remember if it was last year. Yet he's, you know. (laughs) Yet he owns so much. But I was going to say, so Amazon, GE, and more companies, uh, I think paid an effective tax rate of zero. Yeah. If I'm not mistaken. Amazon. Listen, I've gone crazy okay, with Amazon. Okay, but look what they bring to the economy and to the uh, True, true, to, true. Yeah. Hold on, hold on. But my point is, I'm not trying to like have that weight on it. My point is that they know how to play the system because they yeah. have tons of lawyers, right, yep. that find all the, quote unquote, Every they're actually code. legal. Yeah, they're legal. Code. Yeah, they're tax, not breaking the law. Tax avoidance. We don't know if they're, you know, yeah, yeah. They're yeah. not, um, you know, uh, what's it called, uh, of, you know. Uh, not a, not avoiding evading yeah they're not evading their taxes they're avoiding taxes and they have obviously because they can afford it you know teams and teams hundreds of fucking lawyers you know that find ways to do so and so, every year the tax code is updated for changes yeah and they keep up with it you know so of because course they have a team that gets those packets every year and they read well, through the fuck, whole yeah, thing dude, because like, as big as amazon and these other companies are you know there is a return of investment for them yeah i may spend you know Five million dollars on hiring all these lawyers, but I'm saving billions, yep. you know, in fucking taxes. Yep. So essentially, even your average school teacher is paying more taxes than yep. Amazon and a lot of the other corporations. And if you're like, like listening, right? You're like, well, that doesn't really sound fair. Listen, it's not about fair. That's it's why it takes money knowing. to be poor. It costs money. Yep. It costs money to be poor. Um, last year, I think banks reported. Uh, a profit of, I, I think it was in the billions. It was either 1.2 billion or like 2 billion that they made in overdraft fees. Uh, overdraft fees is when, I, listen, I've had my share of overdraft fees. Back in high school. That's when you get charged money for not having money. For not having enough money so in your account. So banks made money from people that didn't have money to the tune of, and again, I think it was like 1.2 billion. Or like two billion, but again, it's over a fucking billion dollars, right? Uh, and also, you know, with you know, if you don't know how to play the system, if you don't understand credit, right, you pay more because yeah. you know credit is going to determine you know your interest rate. You're going to pay more for the you know borrowing the same amount of money that someone your status else. Status in life, almost it goes into it. You know, yeah. we were just slightly talking about you know like life insurance and all that. Even life insurance, everything now is looking at all these metrics, you know, of yeah. data and information. Because it's almost like um, uh, we've talked about it in another episode in China where they have uh, almost like a citizen score. They do. Uh, I mean, it's really. status. Right. But in a way, that's what a credit score is. You know, yeah. there's metrics that, you know, because that, that metric, that algorithm tells people, 
you know, like, oh, how, what income well, bracket finance, are finance was um, wise, yeah. You know, finance that, wise, yeah, finance wise. You know, I didn't go into China into doesn't social. go into your whole, like, privacy and all that. No, shit. that's what I mean. Oh, you cross the street, you jaywalk, here's a ticket, and we're going to shame you in public. Like, well, that's what I mean. So that's what I was saying. That's kind of that point. Yeah. But 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 that in the financial world, I was just talking about how that credit score. Um, just making those similarities. Yeah. You know that based on that, you know it, it's going to determine you know uh, how much you pay uh, for money that you borrow. And all of us borrow money. Rich people borrow yeah. money. Yeah. You know, and it's often a way they of get creating it's income. a way of creating income. Yeah. You know, you're not going to save. Like the most common misconception that we've been taught is that we're going to save. Uh, money our, to our get way rich. to being yep. rich you can't no nope. period nope. because whatever you That's gain a way to failure it is failure because even if you put Keeping all your, your money savings in, your bank. in a bank um, that's gonna get wiped out with you know the increase in inflation the following year so no you know there's there's many different avenues we've talked about nfts we talked about cryptocurrency um, you know, there's stocks, stocks, bonds, there's everything that's, you know, out there. Life insurance, 401k, everything, you know, fucking out there. Cause you art, gotta think, you gotta think long collectibles. Yeah. You know, and baseball cards, Pikachu cards. Uh, oh, honestly, Pokemon. Pokemon yeah. Pikachu <laughs> God damn it. I'm old. You are. <laughs> that Pikachu, that Pikachu, card. that go Pokemon, go, you know, go get call me one of the Pikachus the other day. But, um, yeah, so, you know, so, so the point, you know, to kind of wrap up, you know, our, our first part here about wealth, uh, <laughs> is that, and that's why we had to break it up. I mean, we're over an hour deep, yeah. you know, into this first section. Um, so we hope that we have enlightened, if not stimulated or raised, mm-hmm. you know, some questions, you know, yeah. hopefully we got you fired up that you're like, yeah, what the fuck? Mm-hmm. We have been getting screwed. You know, and they didn't even bother to, know, uh, you know, put lube. That, like, why have I been working so hard? All of us. Like, even to the person that was saying, like, oh, I like to work because, you know, I'm bored. Like, listen, like, most of us are like, hey, if you had $10 million, are you going to go back to your day job the next oh, day? No. Fuck no. What are you going to do? Retire. Or quit. anything that you want to do. Quit. Get a financial accountant yeah. advisor. And, and then, then do whatever invest. you want to do. Yeah, whatever you want to do. Live off dividends. Whatever you want to do. You want to invest in a business see, or a startup. And, or and that's the thing, right? Buy real estate. A lot of people, you know, say like, okay, all this money accumulated, you know, is a form Live off equity. Yeah, it's a form of you know being just you know fucking selfish and greedy. Listen, all right. No, because being we're spreading poor. the word. Yeah, being poor, being impoverished is greedy. Because you're not helping anybody. You're not helping yep. anybody. You can't even, even help yourself. yourself. Oh, yeah. So we're in sync right now. So, (laughs) you know, and again, it's, it's a net negative, right? So I've always, I've heard this statement before and I truly believe in it. A high tide raises all ships. So you have to raise yourself and that way you can raise your family and friends around you. So, you know, you're, you're not freeloading. You know, they're not the point. The goal is for not, for them not to freeload off of you is for them, you know, to, to learn from you and to, also elevate hey, I'm going to be dead. I don't care what they do with the money. After that, it's whatever, yeah. you know. But I, it goes to the concept of teaching die, them how to fish. I can die happy knowing that I provided financial Peace stability of mind. for generations Peace of mind, bro. Yeah. Because if you're like, let's say, let's say all of us, right? Uh, you know, you're at home, you know, and a sad commercial about, 
you know, puppies, like let's say a random tornado hit this animal shelter and all these puppies, you know, are suffering and they need a home and you're sitting there sad, but you're broke and you're like, I'm so sad, but I'm broke. But if you're sad and you got money, you're like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm going to go over there. I'm going to buy a new place or I'm going to buy the yeah. puppies. So I'm, I'm going to create a new I'm going to create a new building. You know, I'm going to do a drive. Yeah, donate a promote. Fuck it. Right. Yep. You know? So and it's guess what? Tax freedom. write off. That too, <laughs> you know? So personal, <laughs> you cannot have, and, I, and I'll end my point with this. I don't know if you want to add more, but the last thing I would say, it's all about freedom. Personal freedom cannot yeah. be accomplished without financial freedom. All I got to say is, do you want to have a Louis Vuitton purse? Or would you rather invest your money, your $1,000 that you would buy in on that purse, and buy Louis Vuitton stock and say, I own Louis Vuitton company? So every time a celebrity showing out that Louis, what like, sounds cooler? Yeah. I have a Louis Vuitton purse or I own part of this company. company. Yeah, like, mm-hmm. It's a it's a wealth mentality. Yes, sir. That's right. So I'm going to wrap up this part. Join us next week on uh, next topic of poverty. The opposite of wealth. Does it exist? And remember, this is not financial advice.